Salute. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. Goonies. Yeah. We the monster team. Huh. When shit get real, niggas fold up. It's time to ride and niggas is yelling, hold up. But by your side, when it's time to roll up, catch a homicide, them boys gonna expose me. Middle finger to the law while I'm gripping my balls. That's why I'm out all night on the block with the raw. Niggas take a lot of shots, but be breaking them all. If you won't shoot, then you shouldn't be getting involved. Just stay in your lane before your car get filled with your brain. That shit hold a hundred rounds, it ain't no reason to aim. It seems like the industry just keeps supporting the lanes. Real niggas like us don't give a fuck. Talk about fame, cause when you come in cocky, you get hated. And if you get caught slipping, you get faded. And all of my bitches be X-rated. Time is money, I'm learning how to be patient. Man, I love this trap game, I'ma die for this shit. The money double coming and I gotta ride for this shit. And shout out all the bitches who be riding my dick. I pull up and something fly, then I slide with your bitch, nigga. Welcome. To another episode of the Never Die Before Podcast. Podcast. That was an incredible opening from our host, Saluted Jake. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Uncle Rick. You know what I mean? I am. Like he said, Uncle Rick. You can catch me on Instagram at Uncle Rick856, uh, Facebook at Ricky Johnson Jr., and TikTok. I got a couple new ones on there at Ricky Johnson Jr. One. One. And, and to my left. I am Saluda G. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Saluda G. Facebook and TikTok as William Bookman. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Never Die Before podcast on Facebook Live. What was the name of that track? That track, uh, it was called Made Too Much. Made Too Much. Made Too Much. Yeah, man. Drop your emails. I send you the track. Drop your emails on the live. I send you the track, man. What a track. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. And today, unofficially. Unofficially. Today, we are unofficially beer sponsored by Lakefront Brewery. You know what I mean? I yes. stopped by uh, the local, uh, was it, uh, Total Wine and Audubon. Grabbed me a 12-pack of the Assorted. So those watching, I got the uh, Assorted. There's like six different flavors. I ain't going to run them up. But right now, I'm going to drink the Shifter. It's called Shifter. A shifter. It's called. Uh, it's a pale ale. Yeah, you know I mean, with some. Yeah, you know I mean, regular pale ale shit. What you? What you got? By the I way? have the premium lager. The premium American lager. malt German hops. All right. Add ups to crisp smooth. Pop these bad boys open. Thank you, Uncle Rick. Thank you. My know I man, toast to that. Ice cold beer. There you go. Nice. Oh, yeah, mine's pretty damn this good. This is amazing. Mine's pretty damn good. This is amazing. This yeah. is really good. All right, that's out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We got Lakefront Brewery. Lakefront. Cut the check. Cut the check. All right. Also, today, we have a new tequila sponsor for the podcast. Yes. And it is brought to us by Tiffany Capri. Shout out to Tiffany Capri. She is the owner-operated, owner-operator of T. Capri Tequila. T. Capri Tequila. Owned by a black woman, ran by a black woman. Black owned business. Support your own people. Yeah. Support your own. Right now, it's currently lo- uh, uh, located for for sale in two locations in Maryland. So unless you want to take that drive or you got somebody to get down there, that's how you can get some. 
I got two bottles on the way. Yes, sir. Shout out to Cuzzo Shelly Rain. Shout out to Shelly Rain. <laughs> also, shout out to Chase Gamble Royal Moves. As always. And grab the official podcast shirt as well as Royal Moves merch. Yes, and shout out to my man Dwayne Glenn, not your average swag. Make sure you hit him up on Facebook at Dwayne Dwayne and get your merch. Cop your merch, people. All right. So today I have a, a topic that I've been waiting to touch on since pretty much I've thought about even thinking about doing the podcast. Uh-huh. Tell the people what it is. Yeah, you know I mean, today, you know what I mean? I want to talk about the gray area in America. The gray area for everybody that's watching. You see it right there. There's the a gray area. Yeah, there's a gray area in America that I don't think gets enough exposure. Right. You know what I mean? Because uh, since pretty much the beginning of America, there's been black and then there's been white. No, there's nothing in between, Snow I guess. in the middle. So as a biracial American myself, who happens to be both of Black and Caucasian descent. Yes, from the mountain of Caucasus. <laughs> there is there is no uh, black or white area for me. Okay. So, so my whole life, there's either black or there's white. When you go to fill out an application or or, or fill out this, there's nothing that hurts more <laughs> or you struggle with in life when you see the boxes that say check one black or white. Uh-huh. Because there's other boxes for, for uh, Polynesian, for Hispanic, for this, that. But there is no box specifically for biracial or mixed multicultural nope. American. It says other. Yeah, so why? So, and that's recently there's yeah. been a choice for other. Yeah. There wasn't always a choice for other. So I want to. Let's, let's go back with, in, in a quick time machine, right? Push it. In a quick time machine. Right. Since uh, pretty much slavery, right? In slavery days, you had the, 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 the blacks, the Africans that came over, uh-huh. and then you had the whites in the slave uh, house, right? Yes. So then, you know, every once in a while, slave owner uh, go out there and dabble, rape, you know what I mean? And then you get a child, this mixed child. Yep. That mixed child was not looked upon the same as its, as its black brothers and sisters, even though he was born in the uh, bondage, still. Yeah. <laughs> but it still wasn't looked at the same. It was not. And then the slave owners and the white people, they don't look at that child the same because that's a, that's a mixture of human and non-human at the time. Yeah, at that, at that time. You know what I mean? So, so then you... you they might have been allowed in the house, and then you get the house Negro. Yeah. So then, since then, you get the house Negro, and then you got the field. But we're 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 the same. <laughs> the biracial kid didn't ask for that. They did not. But looked down as as non the same. And then you skip forward to Jim Crow and segregation. There wasn't any biracial lunch counters. Biracial. Uh, uh, bathrooms, water fountains, restaurants. No, it was just whites only, and then blacks. Right. It so it wasn't no in between. So then that that makes you choose a side, right? And it's all based of at the time back then during Jim Crow, off of whether or not you were white passing, 
or black passing. Mm-hmm. But either way, you weren't allowed to be who you were. No, not at all. Like you can't, you, you're not allowed to accept both because you're not going to be treated as both. And I feel like that still translates to today's uh, world. Yeah, they used to say they had what, like tainted blood. And yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. That. Yeah, but I mean, even though you look now, and then there's there's children with both black parents, but they come out light skin, or the parents might be light skin. Yeah, but they're still considered black. Right, and then you got the two black parents that can make an albino baby. Right, but that that light skin. Black child is tr- still treated different. Well, not treated different, but looked that different than so a child that's light skinned that was born from either a white mom or a white dad and opposite race. Right. Parent. Yeah. Because I've had people tell me, oh, you're not light skinned. You're, you're mixed. You're mixed. So my whole time, I'm, I'm thinking I'm mixed. But no, nah, you're not light skinned. You're not light skinned. You're mixed. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm light skinned, but right. people have told me you're not you're not light skinned. You're mixed. I've also had people tell me, "Nah, you're not black either." Yep. See, with me, is I'm half black and half Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Right. My dad is Puerto Rican. My mother is black. And to this day, I would be considered black. Just a hundred percent. Nobody ever looked at me. As I was a Puerto Rican, even when I was little, I was bright as hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still light skinned, but I was bright as hell as a child. Right. So it was it was the same way for me. I was always viewed as one particular thing. So at at some point in life, you felt like you had to choose and pick a side. Not really. No. Nah, not really. Because, I mean, for jobs, I mean. Basically, I just had to present myself as an intelligent black man. So I just had to go with straight black. There's no, so there wasn't there wasn't a Latino checkbox for you. It was, but I mean, <laughs> but not, nah, but you like you didn't check it. No, I did not. No, no, because then they would, I mean, basically consider me bilingual or <laughs> or, or, or or of things of that nature. All right, so like when. Did did you have any? Uh, I don't think we ever talked about this, but like, have you had like any relationships with your, your your Puerto Rican side? Yeah, I was a stubborn. I was a stubborn little kid. Yeah, man. yeah. I used to spend the night at my dad's house every week, but I was just like homesick. You know what I'm saying right. I ain't really like it. And then, like, it, it was cool. I right. mean, but it it was it wasn't for me. Right. I'm saying. Did you feel? Did you feel like you were? Uh, like a part of that world? Absolutely. Okay. Like, to this day, I still feel, like, genuine hate for Dominicans. Like, <laughs> like genuine hate for Dominicans. Like, and it's not nothing, like, it's not nothing I can control. Right. It's just, like, a part of me. I just see them and just, like, they irk the shit out of me. <laughs> Why? Because, like, Dominicans think, they're too good for Puerto Ricans. Like they're too uppity. They're too prissy. They're I mean, they just yeah. I mean, they think they speak Spanish better than Puerto Ricans. 
They think they dress better. They, yeah. they think they are, are. They think they are better. Like, you ever been to the Dominican Republic? No, I haven't had the opportunity yet. And Puerto Rico, they're I've both been, beautiful. I've been to Puerto Rico. Both, well, well, I've both been beautiful. through it to get to where I needed to get to. Right. Both beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Except the part I went through. That shit, Puerto Rico was hood. <laughs> yeah, but there was like Crown one. Vicks on blocks and everything. <laughs> they got one in the Dominican Republic too. Right, slums too. Right, right, but. Right. It's like, not for me. I, I can't stand them. I never chased a Dominican girl. Right. I never, like, there's some cute Dominican girls, but I never even looked at one like, damn, I'll fuck the shit out of her or right. I'll wife her or never. So you've been able to to grasp and, and be a, and hold and, and be a part of both cultures. Yeah. Yes. So you accept that, all right, this is me and this is me and, and fully grasp equally, yeah. both of them together. Yeah. See, and that's amazing. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Because me, on the other hand, and I think like, because like, I feel like those mixtures aren't looked at as like, it, there's a difference, I think, because they're, they're closer together in cultures. Yeah. And they're their own specific culture and stuff like that. Because even like, I think like, like like different Asians and, and, and African American black, like there's there's like this proud community of Blasians, Blasians, yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that so they always feel so proud, <laughs> yeah, that they're Blasian, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's cool and it's awesome, great for you, but like it's like the the biracial black. And white person in America is looked almost as like that mutt pit bull. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I do. Like, we ain't got no papers. You know what I mean? We just out here. We, we're good. We're still good. We're great. Mm-hmm. But we ain't got no papers. Mm-hmm. Like, who was you, you illegitimate ass American? Right. You know what I mean? And then, because I, 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 I was watching a lot of different YouTube videos uh, today. Right, just you know, for my own knowledge and stuff. Like, all right, let me see what other people think. I've never watched videos before about like being biracial, right, and black and white. And it's like, yo, like, like I was watching this Vic Mensa uh, therapy session he did with this uh, doctor guy. Uh huh. And and even though this is Vic Mensa, right out of mm-hmm. Chicago, blah blah blah, his father has like a PhD. He's like a professor, and his mom is like a, a physical therapist in like the Chicago school system. Uh huh. Right, but like he grew up with the same mindset, like this this lack of belonging, and a, a lot of the videos that I was watching, they had that same lack of belonging that I never quite understood. You know what I mean? Because I've been in situations where I was younger, where like, all right, we're going to take this trip down to Virginia to visit a uh, family, and then we get down there, and it's like a hundred degrees outside. I'm trying to go out and play, have a good time. My cousins could come outside because the sun was too much, and I'm like, "What you? What you mean? Just come outside? Like, yeah, just come on outside." But I didn't know and they can't come out because they 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 too white yeah. and they gonna burn and it's gonna fuck them up. That shit's gonna, be- yeah. You know I mean, so I'm like, "There's a difference with me and my own family. We having a good time, mm-hmm. and then like like culture, like like it's like, and then like because a lot of my family like lived in Alabama and Virginia and stuff like that, I didn't have a lot of close family members up here, even on my dad's side. Like, 
I wasn't super close with a lot of my cousins. Right. So I didn't really have that full black upbringing any either. Yeah, I was the total. I was the total opposite. I grew up with the Bookmans. I grew up with the Bookman side of my family. Right. The Bookmans, the Harmons, the the uh, the Holmes. Yeah. I mean, I grew up with all of them. So you could get that cultural development. Yeah. And being as though I'm my dad's only child, mm-hmm. and I never really saw my cousins or my aunts and uncles or even my wella like that. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Like, I never even saw them at all. I just, the only family I know is the Marshalls, the Holmes, the Bookmans, the, I mean, yeah. the, the Holmes and shit like that. So culturally, even though you, you still identified with both. Both uh, uh, ethnicities, mm-hmm. you still like culturally lean towards more the black way. Absolutely, yeah, and that's just by default. I mean, right. you know, my mom and dad had their up and downs. You know what I mean, and I, I mean, I sided with my mom. I grew up with my mom, so right. See, because I, I lived in the same house with mom, and dad, and all that. So it's like the uh, never. Excuse me, the never die before hoodies, Matt. They they cost forty. Think so? Yeah, forty. But I get I get one for you for thirty. All right, just uh, inbox me inbox me your size or drop uh, comment your size in the uh, on the comments, and I get you one. Yeah, it's about time for another reorder. Yeah, I get you one. But like, yeah, like like like, my dad is like you know black dude, all the way black dude, right? Uh-huh. But like me growing up, it's like he had black friends from the uh. Softball team and from work and anything. He also has white friends too. My dad hung around like a lot of beer drinking white dudes too. Yeah, like my uncles. That's probably how he got close with them. My dad was hanging in Sixth Street. <laughs> my dad's in Sixth Street, <laughs> off Broadway, yeah. talk of the town. You name a bar in the city. All, right, all the Sheridan dudes. Yeah, all, all the Sheridan dudes. They was like, "Yo, that's Willie. That's yeah. Willie. That's Willie." And they all, my dad probably know every single one of them. Yep. His history, his past. He went to Canada High. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, he was with the shits, right? But it's like, I, I family-wise, because I wasn't around uncles. and like My Uncle James, I was around him a lot. My Uncle Dwight, that was it. That's my, that was it. My cousins, my, my uh, three cousins or four cousins on my dad's side. My, my uncle had older cousins, but I didn't really know them growing up. Right. So it was family, but I didn't know them. And then my dad also had like half brothers and sisters out here in the world. Uh, I think their names was like Dunlap. Yeah, I don't know a single one of them, <laughs> but they was around, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like Dunlaps and Brentonhams and uh, I think uh, Wilkerson's. I think something like that. all all related to my dad and stuff like cousins and all. I ain't know them, right? So I didn't have. And then, and in the meantime, I'm growing up about six and ferry. I like there wasn't like. I had a like, handful of friends from the neighborhood. But I wasn't out there riding my bikes up and down the street all day long. And, like, I was an introvert. I wasn't going outside. Right. So I didn't, And then on top of that, I didn't have the public school uh, upbringing either because I was a sacred heart. So now you got this mixed kid that didn't go to public school. He went to private school. Now, like, when you get to, like, teenage years, it's like an identity problem. Yeah. Because that's when you f- finally... Fully trying to come to grips with who you are, but you can't. Yeah. So, so there's there's like I had there's less than three percent I think of 
biracial Americans in the, in the country. I think it's like less than three percent of it. Yes. Right. So there's a, so growing up, there wasn't like another kid down the street, or there was one kid at church at Sacred Heart, <laughs> not at school, but at the church. I remember his dad was black, mom was white. Yeah. Everybody used to get us confused, but we weren't even friends. I didn't even know him. I just knew they used to call me that kid. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But there isn't like a like a community of mixed kids, right? Right. You and know what I mean, one hundred percent correct. I mean, it, except for see, like I I went to Camden High, so I did go to public school, so, right? And it was it's a whole bunch, right? A whole bunch, but everybody. Always stayed to themselves. Like the the black kids had their tables, mm-hmm. the Puerto Ricans had the table, the little sprinkled Dominicans had their table, <laughs> and I mean they all had their own tables at the high when I was going there. I mean, like we'd be on the table, make beats, and and motherfuckers would be rapping like Zay and them would be rapping and shit like that. Right. And then I turn around and you got the what you call them. The patalios, you have the patalios. <laughs> I mean, bachata and and, yeah. and shit like that. So, see, cause but but when you mix like like me, where you don't have that full cultural backing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. As and it's like even when I got older, like when I got to like high school and stuff. When I got to high school, that's when you know I start getting more friends and stuff like that. So now, because the more friends I have. Or and even when I went to work, they're black. So now that's starting to influence how I'm acting and, and what I'm grabbing to. Because, you know, when you early teens, you grabbing to whatever you like. And then if, if I was friends with a bunch of emo kids, I'd probably wear it all black. With yeah. <laughs> eyeliner and shit like yeah. that. Black you know nails. I mean? Yeah. So like when you start hanging around certain certain peer groups, that has an effect. And because I didn't get that early. I still had this identity crisis in, internally, even though it was, it was like, like, bro, like, even though it's a group of black kids and you black, it's an anxiety built up. Yeah. And and even to this day, I still, I still feel that anxiety sometimes as weird as it sounds. Like, even though I'm like 34 now, it's like, but like, if there's like a group of, uh, uh, uh black guys, Right, even though I may know them, there's still an intimidation thing. Cause it's almost like now I gotta prove that I'm I'm the same. It's almost like like yo, I, I don't want to be thought of as a fraud. Yeah, you know. So it's like an internal anxiety that and still. And then and, and on the other side, when I was going to uh, Camden County College for a little bit, when I was trying to do the firefighter gig, and I was going to like the. Uh, the the fire academy down Blackwood. Uh-huh. I'm in there and a whole classroom full of white guys, and 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 a couple of white girls, right? Uh-huh. But me being me, I'm I'm the darkest in the room. I'm feeling uncomfortable as hell, and it's that same that's it's that same anxiety. Yeah. Because even though I'm half white, as I'm I'm as white as I am black. Yeah. It was like when you're half black and half white, it's like. At some point in time, somebody tells you to choose, and depending on who, you, like, like I, I, like from what I've seen in different videos, like if, like I was born in like Kentucky or something, and I got all white friends, it's almost the same as like a black kid going growing up in like a white neighborhood, right? Where all they know is white friends, they act white, all this. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of can explain it the same way, probably how they feel. 
but you're just mixed in with everybody. Yeah. Cause now if that kid from that neighborhood goes to the hood or whatever, why you act white? You're not black enough. Right. But at the same time, you in the white neighborhood, yo, why you act black? So you never it's like a ping pong ball. Yeah. Like, like, all right, I'm gonna go over here. You go over here, all right, now you're not you're not one of us. And then they send you back. But then you're not you're not with them over there really either. So it's like having to choose a side is like one of the biggest flaws, I think, when you mixed. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give y'all another one at the thirty minute mark. I asked you for another freestyle. Right. I'm gonna give them one at the thirty minute mark, whatever right. song you play. Alright. Yeah, so it's like why do you always have to choose? And and I've I've talked to like a couple kids still like like that I know because like my kids are my multicultural they're like they're not even biracial they like white black Puerto Rican right so like I really haven't had the, the identity talk with them you know which is probably coming for Aubrey soon but like even like uh like other kids that I know are mixed with white and black. Like, there's conversations that the parents don't know they need to have that they need to have. Yeah. Because a lot of these kids, like, they're in these opportunities where they got a choice. They got to choose. And people are making them feel like they got to choose, but they don't because they don't know how to embrace being as white as you are black. Because if I I start saying, like, all right, I'm white too, with everything that's been going on this last, what, four or five years? Come in the light, like, like even when you even when you're younger and you watch your roots, <laughs> right? As a as a as a mixed kid, it's like you start getting pissed off at these white folk, but then you remember, oh shit, my mama white, my mom white too. <laughs> okay, like, am I gonna be mad at her? I can't get too yeah. So like you start getting mad. Like I had to stop watching like slave movies and and movies like that because it's like it bird it builds up an internal racism that when you black. Nobody cares, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But it's an internal struggle because, like, damn, I'm white too, right? But like, man, these white, these, then you, but you still get that same feeling as if you all the way black. So it's like the the the, the discussions with being biracial in America is like everybody always told me, like, well, your daddy black, so you black. That's what you told, right? You are what your daddy is. You are what your daddy is. X chromosome. <laughs> oh, if you look black, you black. Or if you like white passing, oh, little little white girl. Like my niece is like super light skinned right? Mm-hmm. But she mixed half black, half white, and her daddy full black. But she light as hell. But everybody won't call her white girl. She gonna have to deal with a lot of stuff when she get older that people are not gonna understand. And it's like conversation that somebody's gonna have to have that with her. That people not gonna understand. I understand it because I lived it. Can y'all make an Instagram page for y'all podcast? I had I had to tag some podcasts and I listened to them on Instagram and realized that y'all wasn't on there. Yep, we got you. We got you, fails. Yeah. You got you, fails. Yeah, but I mean, but it's a it it feels like you you be a part of a marginalized, disenfranchised part of America. Yeah, in that gray area. In that gray area. Yeah. Because there's not a water fountain for me. Nope. It's not. And why do I have to choose? And why do I have to choose? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, it just, 
like recently, the last couple of years, I've, I've, I've fully embraced more of my white side. Uh-huh. Because for the longest time, like, I didn't want to be a part of that white side. To me, it's like, I'm not white. How can I be white? I live in the city. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All my homies is black. Dad is black. My dad is black. The only thing white I know is my mom and my sister. Yeah. But it's a part of you. It's in your blood. Right. Same same for uh, my Hispanic side. It's a part of me. Like, the only one I had was JB. Right. The only one I could relate because me and JB is the only ones in the family besides, like, Vicente. But he was well younger than us. Right. But even with that, like, JB might even have a different experience you got. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you're more, what, black passing. JB might not be as black passing. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? You Hell see yeah. JB, you think Poppy. Easy. And you, his name is Jose. Right. You see me, you think Poppy. Yeah. So for the longest time, like, either I went along with it, or I had, like, I had to learn when I was little, like, how to say I don't speak Spanish in Spanish. Same. Same. <laughs> you know what Same. I'm saying? Because it come up like, all right, what, what are you? Yeah. Like, what are you? Like, like, people love asking mixed people, what are you? Whether it be, like, a lot of females get it more than, I think, dudes. Because, like, you look exotic. You got to be mixed with something. What are you? You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. like, you don't really, like, like, like it dehumanizes people sometimes. Yeah. Because, like, what do you mean? What, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm American. I'm human. Right. Because now even you ask me what are you is, like, me having to put a label on what I am. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, like, I kind of think, like, being... Biracial and that that like that understanding of like be, like I have to identify. Like now I have to identify, so like that kind of makes me more open to like the struggles of like other t- peoples. I guess. Fell, fell say they always think I'm Dominican because of my hair, semi smooth atomic. <laughs> <laughs> right, but why does somebody that even though they are this? Got to be assumed as if something's wrong. Like, even if you're fully black or fully white, if you have a different characteristic that may not be normal, you got to be mixed with something. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's all about the judging the book by the cover. It's all about what they see on the outside first. Right. Like, you look light-skinned, but you don't look white. Yeah. You look light-skinned. I can't put my finger on it. But you don't look white. He has to be Puerto Rican and black. He has to be mixed, right? Right. Oh, cause oh, if he's oh, he's mixed. Yeah. Got to be Puerto Rican. Yeah, got to be Puerto, especially coming from the city, right? But then, like you say, you white is like a uh, uh, like what? Uh, like it's a negative thing. Like no, it's yeah. not a negative thing. It's like <laughs> it's who I am, right? Yeah, you know I mean, you are who you are. Yeah, I like drinking beer and big trucks. <laughs> I don't have a big truck, but it sounds very, sound very Caucasian. Yeah, to me. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I have a lot of Caucasian. Like I like Imagine Dragons as much <laughs> as I as I like Drake. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why can't that? Why can't that be okay? Well, um, what song you? Got? All right, let's queue up. All right, let's do a song break with my man Slow J. All right, I got four, four. Was it four songs? Five songs. No, I got four songs for you. You want to do move yeah, different? Yeah, we trying. Uh, Flows? Uh, what about the other one? You ain't got no. 
Which ones you got? Toast to this. Do a song break for the people. All right. We're trying something. We're trying something new on the podcast. We're going to start uh, me rapping, coming on. Halfway mark, rap again. When the hate don't they work, hate they don't start work. telling they lies. Tell lies. lies. You want to do this one? Wait a second. Just credit, nigga. Uh. Started on the block with my team Every day we would hustle Try to get a little cream By the way, it was coming Man, we didn't sell a thing It came in and went out Blue whole ass with the green It was smooth Didn't never have to worry about cops Just kept an eye out For them niggas who tried to hit the block They came through Then the homies started sending shots With aim 2, that M1 held a lot For the most part We really didn't need supervision Till P died And that's when niggas Really started skitzing. I was tripping. Didn't matter how much money I was getting. He was gone. And a part of me went with him. Word is born. Shit changed up. Time to switch the game up. Now it's time to focus on rap and put our fame up. I remember this one. Do another one. Do another one. Do another one. What do you want to do? Go back to the original opening. Everybody from the podcast, I think, love this one. Yeah. The money keep on calling and I answer. Niggas hating, wanna see me in a slammer. Got some bad bitches with me and they. And they. Strap on my lap. Drop y'all emails in the link. Drop y'all emails in the comments and I'll see y'all the track that I'm doing. Gotta move different because these niggas be wide time. In 2020, I was seeing shit different. As I get older, I can see the hood switching. Y'all keep protecting all them niggas that be snitching. It's like all the real niggas went. When I was down on my last, really tapped out of the cash. Broke down bundles, doubled, then put it back in the stash. I ain't got shit to lose, but had a lot to prove. Gotta show the OGs that I can make the move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The money keep on calling and I answer. Niggas hating, wanna see me in the slammer. Got some bad bitches with me and they dancers. And they swallowing the nuts like plan. Strap on my lap, it's fully loaded in fact. Them niggas is talking that crazy shit when I see him, I'm just letting it clap. I was going for a minute, but you see that I'm back in the trap. Gotta move different, cause these niggas be wise have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That song dope. What's the name of this one, my guy? Let the people know. That, heard uh, that track right there is called Move Different. If y'all want the track, drop your emails in a comment. Shout out to Street Credit. <laughs> Maybe that's that, that's gonna be the new segment for 20. 21 season two gonna be dropping salute to g songs yes yes heard it you're gonna hear it this damn season yeah man if y'all tuning into the never die before podcast we still are talking about the gray area in in america the biracial america yeah man it's like like why can't we celebrate our own inner community yeah man it's like an off community like like, all right, we want to be able to embrace both of our biracialness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. really, it wasn't until maybe a couple years ago I actually did an Ancestry DNA that I actually got more in tune with, like, what I actually am. Because, like, when you mix, you're like, all right, I'm black and I'm white. Like, I know I'm black, but I know I'm white, but I don't know what that white is. Because I didn't have that full, like, 
all right, you're this, 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 maybe this. Like, I didn't know. I had no idea. Yeah. So I do the ancestry DNA, and it come back like, like the most percentage I had was like Scandinavian. Scandinavian. Scandinavian, right? For all those that don't know, walk me through that. For all those that don't know, Scandinavian are like the Denmark's Norway, the motherfucking Vikings, bro. Oh shit, the Vikings. So then, when I got that back, couldn't tell me shit. I'm Viking, bro. <laughs> now I got this Viking blood. So now it's like it creates this like inner pride almost that I've never had. <laughs> I've never had that inner pride of, of of anything of my white heritage. Because before it was just all right. I'm a, it was just part. I'm just white, whatever. But now because I know where it was and where it came from, right, right. Mm-hmm. Now I I got this almost like newfound love almost for the whiteness because it's like all right this is Vikings like that's real shit like if it could have came up like you know something else I might probably would have been the same way but it's like Vikings is like I've already like had like like a, a high regard for like Vikings and what they did back then and watch, watch all the shows and stuff like that but now I'm watching everything bro. If it's on Netflix and they got Vikings in it, you tuning in. I'm tuned in. <laughs> like in my mind, my name is like Ricky Ragnar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> I bet you like Assassin's Creed too. Huh? Yeah, I've been my man. That's why. That's why I got it. <laughs> I didn't play out a single other Assassin's Creed until they got the Valhalla. <laughs> now I know what Valhalla is. I know like even before Thor and all that. Came, I knew who Odin was and all that shit. Like. Could have said that kid didn't Yeah, so it's like it's super dope to be able to you know accept that and know what where that came from and like who where I came to be. And then at the same time, when I got that ancestry DNA back, there was a strong percentage from uh, the, the countries of Benin and Tongo, which are right next to like Ghana and uh, and Nigeria. Okay, and then they tell you it was all like one big kingdom back then. And it was like one of the like strongest kingdoms in like West Africa. So that was like so you get the the strong kingdom of West Africa with the with the Viking, like it's just super dope and it creates that 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 biracial pride that I, that newfound love I have for like, and it gives me a sense of like who I am type stuff. Okay, I guess I got to take a dive in ancestry ancestry. Yeah, ancestry DNA, twenty three and me. I think it's like you know, just knowing what build you up and 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 created the DNA you got. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, man, man, it's just interesting. So, I mean, but the main point I wanted to have when we when uh, thinking about the show today was like, just for the for the younger generation, right? Yeah. All the kids up now and all that, like. Like when I was younger, I didn't have like a a biracial mentor. Yeah, you know I mean somebody to tell you like, listen, it's okay to be both and embrace both. Yeah. And everybody else is telling me, all right, well, your daddy black, so you black. But then when I go hang around black people, nah, you're not black, bro. <laughs> you are, but you're not. Right. You know what I mean? It's like I'm laughing, but it's like that shit hurt at the time. Yeah. Like you black, but nah, nah. But, but like, have conversations with the kids nowadays, man. 
<laughs> you already felt he said a biracial mentor. <laughs> yeah, I need a biracial mentor, man. Get your if you if you black and your girl white or you or you white and you and you and you do black. Be get, a mentor. Get, be your, a, get yeah. your kid a mentor. Yeah. It don't have to be you. Yeah. Get your kid a mentor, man. I try to pull aside as many biracial kids as I can. Like, listen, I like like ask them how they feel about what's going on nowadays with like all the protests and stuff like that. Because it's an internal struggle that maybe people don't know that they have. Right. That's true shit, though. It's true shit. That's true real. shit. That's true shit. Yeah, you know I mean, because you got this, like, even like with America, America's telling you you got to pick a side. Yep. Are you Black Lives Matter or are you Blue Lives Matter? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean, but then at the same time, we asking like like white people to do the same thing, and and and, and that's what we should do. Because like, pick a side of the the belief, not what race you are. Right. Like if you white, you can still be white. It's okay to be white. Mm-hmm. But just be on our side with the beliefs. But you ask mixed people to almost pick a side on what race you are. Yeah, you know I mean, then at the same time, like when you mix, you almost have to like we tell white people to accept their white privilege all the time, but nobody tells mixed people to accept accept your mixed privilege too, right? Because there is a mixed privilege that I don't think that I really didn't even know that I had. Well, yeah, so, for for you, right? So I didn't even understand. So bec- let me uh, get that straight, like. It was hard for me to understand why white people couldn't understand white privilege, right? Uh But at the same time, I was neglecting my own mixed privilege. You know what I mean? Because I've been stopped. I've been stopped a good amount of times. Yeah. I have. And all those went pretty smooth. I was there for a few. They were pretty smooth. I didn't fear for my life. So (laughs) it's 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 like mixed privilege. Yeah. So there is a mixed privilege that... That it's like, and I'm. I don't know if that goes for light skinned dudes or not. I'm about to ask a light skinned dude, a light skinned black dude, that's fully black. Oh, that's fully black. That's fully black. Oh, okay. Because have you ever been feel fearful of the cops? Yes. Right. That's damn right. Right. So it's different. So maybe it's different. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, but you didn't have to be fearful because you were sitting down. But you're a big guy. What you six six what six, six two six three, six three. Yeah. like you put that big six three frame in front of them, then it's different. I mean, they see a big uh, light skinned black dude, big six three light skin. He light skin. He's not like like dark as shit, but he light skin. But he's six three. But I don't, so I don't have that menacing look, that the intimidating look. Yeah, out. you got the six three frame. So that's going to cause problems with you and the police right there. But see, you were sitting down. Yeah, so, but when they when they pull you over and they run you, they know how tall you are. Yeah, but you you're are. still sitting down. So it wasn't no immediate threat to them. Right. So I have to be 6'3 in front of you like that in order to be fearful. For, but for, if I yeah. but but like if I was darker, if you it didn't even it wouldn't even matter how you, tall I am. If you had that frame Right, but you was with your mom. Then they wouldn't even give you a second look. They wouldn't. They might not even think I'm, I'm with her. <laughs> Ma'am, are you safe? <laughs> <laughs> That's my son. Man. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
Like I'm adopted or something. Yeah, man. Shit is weird. But I think like mixed mixed privilege is a thing, I think. Cause we I like I would admit that I don't have it as bad as somebody dark. I never skin. actually heard the term. I think you probably single handedly just made that up. Well, I stole it from from YouTube, so I'm not gonna take full credit. Oh, but okay. I'm a, if somebody wants to say I did, I, it's all well and good. Because I never heard the term before. Yeah, mixed mixed privilege. Because it's like I think everybody nowadays is talking about the code switch, right? Uh-huh. When you go to work and got the code switch. Yeah, mixed kids been had that, bro. I feel like Miss Kids been knew how to because you because we've been talking to family members different than we have our own family for years. For years. That's true. <laughs> I talk to my mother's family different than I talk to my father's family. Yeah. You know what I mean? I might talk about SEC football. <laughs> Whatever. Who knows? Golf. I don't talk to them a lot, yeah. <laughs> Like now that I'm older, like, but when I was younger, like I knew what we wasn't talking about the same shit as I was talking to my cousins out Pensalkin mm-hmm. on my dad's side. So we've been cold switching for years. I talked to my dad different. Than I talked to my mom. Not me. I'm the same. It's still the same person, but the tone of voice might be different. Yeah, I don't but know. see, most most black people, and from what I've seen, I can't say what goes on. And other like cities and countries and everything. I could just speak for what I see in Camden. Most black people accept Puerto Ricans as if they're black. Oh yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like it wasn't really a difference. Right. Like me talking to my pop because my pop uh, talked the same shit to me. Right. Especially now. Because because I, mean, I think with the Puerto Rican like the cultures are so together. It's 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 really not. It's just yeah. The, yeah. It's like the. The black culture takes over. Like, it's very, very dominant. Yeah. Like, everybody wants keys are right here, baby. So, it's like, everybody wants a piece of of the culture. Everybody. Everybody wants a piece of the culture. Right. And, like, the the Puerto Rican culture is, it's, it's, I mean... The love they have for each other. If we was to have that, yeah. it would be crazy. But the Puerto Ricans stick together no matter what. They yeah. stick together no matter what. That's what I love about them. Yeah. They stick together no matter yeah, I think, and, I think and, that's where a big part of my loyalty comes from. Yeah. Being as though that I'm half Puerto Rican. And I know like I was born and bred with loyalty. And I think that's where it comes from. And I think it almost goes for like a lot of the other cultures as well, because like with the with the Asian communities, like like the uh, like the uh, you get like the Japanese and Chinese and all that, like those communities are super tight. Yeah, they back each other more than anything. Yeah. And then you get like the Indian cultures and and the uh, Middle Eastern and stuff like that. Like like they well, they they walk as one. Yes. So when you get like the Puerto Ricans, and I think that stems from like all right, I'm from Puerto Rico. This town in Puerto Rico, they didn't backtrack exactly where they're from. Right. So I think with African Americans, as well as some Caucasians, like 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 people who are just white in America, they don't know where the hell they're from. Right. They don't. So like the Italian community is the same way. Like when you have like a direct link 
of exactly where you came from in this country and exactly here in this city, in this town. Yeah. I think that builds a stronger bond and connection to everybody you know that came from that. Yeah. I agree. And that might be what the difference is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it took me doing the Ancestry DNA to figure out, all right, if I want to go back home, I know what part of Africa I want to go to. Like, this is where I want to stop at first. All right, I'm ready to bust open this, uh, the dark joint. Yeah. Was that the east side? Mm. All from Lake, uh, what was that, Lake? Mm. Lakefront. Lakefront Lake, Brewery. Lake Melatonka. Cut, cut the check. Cut the check, please. I was about to say Lacefront. <laughs> Lacefront. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... All right, I'm a, I'm a, we're going to transition from being mixed growing up to something else I wanted to uh, talk about, right? That's not bad. Is it? All right. I want to talk about the um, like mixed couples, right? Because you can't get a mixed kid, mixed kid without mixed couples, right? And mind you that, that, that uh, interracial marriage... Didn't get passed until 1967. Right. And it's still frowned, frowned upon. Right. Yeah. But black I feel women, like... Black women hate that shit. See, but they do. But when it's a black woman with a white dude, I feel like it's accepted more. But or, or, is this, it, or is it less? I'm going to get into this. And, and I, I hope y'all agree with me. Why? <laughs> Why is it? That when a black dude go for a white girl, she always fat as hell. <laughs> I don't know. She always fat as hell, and she always like, 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 like trailer trash hood type shit. Like the, I I don't see black dudes really getting the prissy white girls like that. Besides the athletes, they don't count because right, they right. got like, right, right, right. But like. Because they go to prep schools, so they got access yeah, so, to a different level of white girl. But when you see a <laughs> white dude, he got the baddest black bitch on the planet Earth. The baddest one. Like, like goddamn. Like you. <laughs> like you. Your fiance is gorgeous. And you're a white dude. Right. I'm a white dude now. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> but right. I see a nigga like, I ain't going to put his name out there, but I see a nigga like that. And he coming through like, yo, this my joint. Like I got this white joint, and she big as hell. I mean, I think for, I think when it comes to that, it's because of like the they they they, they <laughs> nah, Lee, nah, I'm dead serious. They, though. I yo, think, like you'll never see it though, cause like like I'm telling you, bro, they be like. But if you look at the dude, if you look at the dude that they usually. It's with that big white joint. No, he. It's a certain type. It, no, bro, he be brolic cut. He got bread, everything, bro. He be brolic cut, got the bread, everything. But he come through with the marshmallow chick, <laughs> like, and then she be and she smoked like a thousand new pork. She hood. She got the bogey. Yeah, she got the wheel. Hey, I mean, she got the she got the white background. Like the the credits good. I mean, she just weak as fuck. And like it's all like I guarantee you, once you out, like once everything open back up, <laughs> and you gonna see. Nah, like, they got we the go reg- bowling or some they shit. Be like that. The re- they be having the regular snow bunnies too. Hell no. They be having the regular. Hell snow. no, bro. They I ain't gonna through. say they always got the big, 
The big marshmallow one, as you say. They come through fat as hell, bro. Like, nasty as hell. Teeth yellow. I, I see it all the time. Bro, I work in Gloucester City. Like, I see it all the time. And I'm like, damn. Like, white dude with the sweater vest came through with Naomi Campbell. Like, this bitch beautiful. Yeah. Like, white dude got the baddest black chicks in the world. But the black dudes always get the fattest, ugliest. So is that where the the, the is that where the angst and, and, and the mad uh, the, the the anger goes at? Yeah, that's why the black. That's is why that the why black, the, is that why they're mad? Is that was that because like I'm just looking for the general you know mixed. You went you went way specific. So that's what we're gonna go at. Yeah. That's what we're gonna go at. Right? I hate that shit. So man. like so <laughs> I don't like I. But at the same time, you got to accept that man's love. Like, that man might love her, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That man might love her. Boo. She might that. treat him great. She, like, it, he might just be looking for somebody that, that's going to take care of him. And he might feel as though, even though he's probably hella wrong. That's a job for yeah. him. She got, like I said, she got the background, bro. She got the credit, the right. will. It's a job for him, bro. He there. Bro, come on, bro. I just be looking. I be like, damn, for real? Like, you couldn't get a better white drum? Like, I never had a white drum before. But I know why I didn't have a white drum before. Because I know it wasn't going to be, like, one of the (laughs) prissy drums. If I had ended up with a white guy, I guarantee you, it would have been one that I'm talking about right now. A big, nasty drum. Because they're the ones that make themselves available. (laughs) Because they, 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 they on the hunt for, for black dudes. And they the black, ones, because, and, uh, because like you said, the white dudes, when they get a black girl, that like that, I think they got different. I, I don't nah, know. Nah, rolling. Nah, rolling. I can't explain. I don't know. Because maybe people's standards might just be different. All of them? Maybe. I, I mean, there's some trailer park dudes or, or, or there's white dudes out here that got ugly white girls too. And there's some. I'm, I'm sure there's probably some ugly white dudes that got the ugly uh, black John. I doubt it. It's it, they they're they're out there. It's it's they're no definitely white dude. out there. Number one, the the black girls are not looking for an ugly white dude. What you mean? Well, oh, 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 I done been on TikTok and Instagram. Like, there's some some real pretty black women that right. got like like dude, dude, you that one. That you look at like, all right, that's just a regular, see, and that's you, just a see, regular you're saying, you're white saying, guy. You're saying TikTok. So that's somewhere across the world. That no, no, be, no, 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 no. That could be anywhere. That's over here, bro. That could be anywhere that's in the world. That's over here, I'm bro. I'm talking about let's take a ride to Cherry Hill Mall. That's, let's take a ride to Gloucester City Outlets. Let's take a ride to Atlantic City or some shit like that. And you're going to see. They out there. Fat bastard. They out there. I'm t- Oh my god, big, big! Oh my god, sandals! Everybody got fetishes, so maybe like I want this big joint. That's my fetish. That's my that's my twist. I'm not saying nothing wrong with big girls. That's my twist. I ain't saying nothing wrong with big girls. I'm just saying the black dudes, the skinny black dudes, always end up with the fattest white girls in the history of the world. I mean, but in those cases, they be the ones where the girl be giving them the wheel, giving them money, giving them a place to live, like like stuff like that. But why? But why? Looking like looking like the Jody. other way around. Why when? Why when the white dudes come through, 
they taking the queens, the beautiful, like because they probably the queens and the ones that the, the regular dudes then screwed over. Because you know. gotta admit, you gotta admit on that too. Not us, because we both faithful uh, 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 married guys, yeah, or fiance guys, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm talking. We're in standing. Committed relationships Yes So we're talking about Other people Yeah But they are There's a lot of dudes Out here doing their girls dirty So they tired of it Cause they blamed the, the, the whole black men race Right Instead of just blaming That one dude Yeah Or them two dudes <laughs> They just not out here Looking for And being in the right Opportunities to get The right guy You know what I mean So when you say Black girls just want The white The money Okay I mean I can see that and like you said, but there's nothing wrong. Too. There's nothing wrong, like they said, with financial stability. Because you want to find a financial stability in a person. Financial stability and tax money is different. Like you fucking this fat white girl for a check. <laughs> she might be a manager somewhere. She might be making decent money. You know where she a manager at. You know where she a manager at. <laughs> she a manager at. <laughs> She managed that fucking Taco Bell or fucking <laughs> Chipotle or some shit like that, bro. She big as hell. Where's she walking? She couch size, bro. Chill. See, but like, we, what you doing? But we can say that about any big joints. Nah, but I, I'm, it's not big joints that I'm talking about because I wrestled a lot in my day. I mean, I'm not talking about big joints. I'm just talking about the skinny black dudes. Everybody. So everybody. why? So why can everybody a, know it? Wait, because so, everybody see it. So why can a big black John be held at a higher standard than a big white John? That's 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 not what I'm saying. They the same to me. No, you never see. They the same to me. You never see a to white. Me, they the same. You never see a white dude, blue eyes, blonde hair, white dude with a big black girl. He always got the baddest black girl. Like she's always beautiful. She's always beautiful. Cause that white dude's self esteem might be good and high. Like you know, I'm a porter. Nah, but see, he I'm probably, not saying he what he's doing. He, he, he might have grew up like hood in the hood or hood adjacent. Got a lot of enough friends. Or he could That's be a the Brooks, group he bro. hang around. Like I mean, or like y'all just <laughs> I'm saying. like I'm like like. Or if he's not and he wanted like the frat boys and stuff, I'm a bag just pretty John. Where's she where's she the manager at? Oh my god, Chipotle, Taco Bell, KFC, yeah, big greasy joint. I mean, but like either way, right? You get the white dude, everybody know the white guy that grew up in the hood, got all his home like go to the hood barber, uh, beers be tight. Right? Mm-hmm. The the black John's gonna love him, the pretty one's gonna so that's what he, you can only get what you have access to. Right, if I, he got access to the pretty black Jones, that's what he gonna get. Yeah, but see, but see, that's just like saying like how Roland, how Roland said those skinny and, and black dudes. Say, those skinny black dudes. What do they have access to? They have access to the big greasy Jones, the marshmallows, or they got uh, they got the, the same. They got the same access. I'm talking about dudes from down the highway. These are dudes from down the highway. All the white girls are down the highway. It's no white girls in the city like that. Down the highway, dudes be coming to the hood. Yes, but they get their girls from down the highway. Violent. Fucking, I can't even say, like, lawnside and shit like that, because that's not down the highway no more. Huh. But, like... That's West like, Camden. Then, violent and, and, and like, far, like, far as hell shit like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they always come to the hood. 
with those type of white girls. They can't find no <laughs> other ones. They got tight, man. Some the people got hell, types, man. Hell no, bro. It's it's in this. I'm not saying it's nothing well, well, maybe wrong it, with them. Wait, well, maybe it might be their their confidence in themselves, right? Uh-huh. Because they got to have the confidence in themselves to be like, all right, I'm capable of pulling this. But they settle in for that. Because they don't have that confidence that I can go get that pretty white joint. Yeah. Because this dude, I know there's dudes out here that's pulling pretty white girls. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. But because you got to have that confidence. Right, and that's the same as if you want a pretty black joint. You gotta have that confidence that like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go step to her, and if it work out, it work out. If not, all right, cool. Right, and that's, that's a lot of dudes. They just scared of that. That they scared of that. That <laughs> the, 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 what the fuck, I'm, I can't think of the word. The rejection. Yeah, they're scared of the rejection, so they go to something they know they're not going to get rejected from. Yeah, but because now I'm the fucking guy. But always, I'm the pretty one. Always. You want to be because you want to be like a pretty one in a relationship sometimes, right? <laughs> Compared to that, yeah. All right, so Compared you want, yeah. All right, so you want to be you going to? It's all it's all a self esteem confidence thing. I'm telling right. you, that's the answer. Saying, that's like, the answer. The answer is self esteem like and confidence. Like I'm in retail, right? I'm in retail, so <laughs> I worked at I worked at uh, Exxon. I worked at Wawa. And I'm currently now comfortably mm-hmm. at Royal Farms, right? Right. And when I tell you that I seen some of the baddest black drones with the most regular white guys. Ask Matt. Matt, you still on? With the regular white guys. That's what I was just saying. And I'm like, and I'm like, damn, that's cool. So that interracial part of it is fine. I'm fine with interracial. Um, See, but some people couples. don't have the even. They don't even have the comfortability with interracial couples. No, they still think it's like the the back in the day, like yeah, oh, before the law got passed. Why? Why couldn't they find a black man, or yeah. why couldn't they find a black girl? Yeah, but the and I'm gonna give you a reason why the black ha- girls hashtag black love. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the. I'm gonna give you a reason in my point of view, my from my perspective, mm-hmm. that the black girls have a problem. With black men going to white women. You know what I'm saying? Number one is what I was just telling you. <laughs> because of what they see. Oh, and then, God. like, I, I got a problem because you could do better. Because I'm better. Because they looking at the situation like, I'm better than her. What? You, you, know could, I mean? do, you could do better than that. Right, right, right. Like, if you're going to go white, go all right. Don't go flat, fam. Like, you just, <laughs> like, you just out of there. Like, you just done up. I'm telling you, watch. You gonna see it, and then you are gonna start cracking up. Watch when you watch when you got bowling league uh, coming up soon. <laughs> Not any bowling tournaments coming up soon. Uh, I think so. Watch the next one you go to. You gonna see a couple come. They still social distancing, so you gonna see a couple go like three lanes down from you. I've seen the perform bowling. I'm like, oh, I got something nice <laughs> See, but me because I'm mixed, I don't have that viewpoint of like. Like damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, because I'm uh, already interracial and biracial, I don't have that same feeling. Like, like damn, good. Like, like nah, because I knew that. Like, that's what I'm used to. I seen that. That's fine for me. I don't have that same outlook. Like, like damn, that's crazy. I look at it like damn, white boy really got all right. 
Props to him. I get uh, props. Yes, that's, and that's what I do. I, I always get props. I went up Either to, way. I went up to that man. I was like, damn. I was like, yo, she bad, bro. And he like, yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, it's my wife. We've been together such and such. I'm like, yo, she bad, bro. Good. Congratulations. Yeah, because if you come at somebody like that, where it's like not disrespectful right. to any relationship... Like people appreciate that, yeah? but when you but when you pull up to somebody, because like, if you'd have just been staring at it like all crazy, like now you causing a problem. Yeah, you could it, that, that whole interaction could have been weird. Yeah, and yeah. disrespectful, and that's the problem with interracial couples today. Still, because somebody might look like for real. Yeah, like and why you gotta come just like why like, you why can't? you like why you with him? I mean, but that's, that's right. I mean that's, that's just that's a, hate. That's that's something that don't flow through my blood. Right, appreciate somebody's love. That like they that's what they found. That's what they got. Nah, but them niggas can't get off the hook. I can't get these niggas. I can't let them niggas off the hook. Stop pulling up. Stop pulling up oh, and have it. her saying, "Let me get eight regular." Like you know she eight. got. You know first she all, got. Sure, no, if, first of all, once you said eight regular, <laughs> you know, that whole you know that whole, like, that whole you in the passenger seat laid up like laid down with hoodie on smoking a mile. And she driving. Cause you can't tell that type of man shit. You can't. Titties on the steering wheel, like Resbusha, like, like, let me get eight regular. Like, bro, this, this, you, this. Cause I, listen, I don't, I don't want to put nobody in a box because I don't like getting put in a box, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a prejudge that type of man. That type of man probably ain't got nothing going on. Not, not, I mean, just call it what it is. It's always the same type of thing. Eight regular. A hundred, a hundred and fifty, sixty pounds. <laughs> regular soaking wet. Regular two sixty. What the fuck you gonna get with yeah, eight? Yeah, yeah. Like eight in a truck too. Only got eight dollars because only one person paying any type of bills. They always got trucks. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> they always got trucks. It's always like a Ford Blazer or some some worse. Yeah, you know I mean, she comfortable being big. In. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, some little. It's not too big. Maybe sometimes, like, not, it ain't going to be a Yukon or nothing. Everybody that's tuning into the Never Die Before podcast, thank you for tuning but in. But that's a tight. Um, uh, please drop your uh, emails in the comment section, and I will email you the three tracks that I'm doing. I did one in the start of the show, one in the middle, and I'm going to do one to wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's a type of guy. Everybody knows it's a type of guy. It's a stereotype, and it's a strong stereotype. I don't want to stereotype nobody, but it's a, it's a stereotype. It's not. It's just... 160 pounds, between jobs, let's call it. Mm-hmm. And, and and he, he he's pretty much homeless. Mm-hmm. And she got him in. He gets to drive his car. That, could be, that could be a whole nother episode right there. That could <laughs> well, be we could definitely one. do it. But, I mean, it's like, probably she go to work. He'd be on the game all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's it. Right, but but then you got but then you got the white guy with the beautiful black woman. That's a power couple. Right, and we should celebrate that. Yes, we should all the time. But I don't think we celebrate it enough. We don't. And then we also don't celebrate like like people like uh, athletes and stuff. We always look down on athletes. Like, damn, I knew he had a white joint. Like, yo, he probably went to prep schools. Yeah, I mean, his whole life probably because he was always good at, at sports and shit. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, so that's what we was around. And if she happened to be the baddest, if, if it was a black joint in there, because a lot of athletes got the bad uh, a black joint, he grabbing the baddest joint around. Because, uh, like my man uh, Zayheem said on Fifty Shades of Zay podcast, 
When you the big, when you the shit, you got access to the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? When when you the, the gold standard at at, at what's the school? University uh, Ohio, right? Ohio mm-hmm. State. You the fucking guy. Yep. Like my man Fields, right? Mm-hmm. I bet my man Fields don't have the uh the big marshmallow with the with the uh Ford Explorer, do he? Probably do. He don't. He probably does. <laughs> he, he probably does. That's a lie. I don't put nothing past none of these jokers. Uh, but like when you have access, you you got it's like a video game, man. You gotta be able to unlock certain things. If you want the 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 the, the, the IG model. You, you got to be able to put yourself in a position to have an IG model. True. You could be one of us, just hardworking. I go to work, blah, 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 blah. But if you ain't got that confidence to walk up and act like you uh, somebody else, mm-hmm. it's all confidence at that point. That's the part where I just did disagree with uh, Zaheem with this podcast. Because, like, if I have confidence in my everyday nine to five working self, that I'm not f- afraid of this rejection. I'm gonna walk up. I'm gonna try it. Right. And it's on that person if if she willing to accept or not. But if she the baddest John, I'm gonna walk up. I'm gonna say hi. I'm gonna try it. Yeah, but in gray America, you should never be afraid of rejection. Nah. Should never be afraid of rejection. And then like, all right, in in gray America where I'm biracial, like, all right, what what. How do people look at me when I when I pick some? Like when you mix, all right. If I got a white girl with it, they gonna look at me like this guy. He got a white girl, right? But I'm white still. True. But I get the same look and and as everybody else, even though I'm still white. But if I get a, a, a you know beautiful black woman like I do got, like that's the move. That's the move. But if I had a, a equally beautiful white girl. That nigga sold out. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> that nigga sold out. Bad. You know what I mean? Or, oh, he looks Spanish, so he got a Spanish <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And most people eyes, though. Right. And most people eyes, correct. But, but if I had that equally uh, uh, pretty white girl, I ain't going to get that same look. That's America for you. I ain't going to get that same look. That's white, yep. Uh-huh. Now I say she white, yep. Yeah, you ain't gonna get that same look when when you pull up with that pretty white girl. Nope. You're gonna get the damn. Ah, this nigga sold out. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta be looked at as a sellout because you got a pretty white joke? Like away from the marshmallow. Alright, you pull up with a marshmallow or whatever. It's, it is what it is. But even when you pull up with a milk dud, like it's still a milk dud. Because <laughs> to me, it don't matter. She big, she Make big. Make sure y'all go follow Fifty Shades of Zay podcast too. Yeah, the Light Skin Brothers podcast and Devin Wade show. Shout out to everybody that's podcasting. Oh, shout out to uh, my homie uh, Tasha uh, Bennett. She shout got a she got a podcast called uh, Just. I said I said it. No edit. That's what it. Is. I said it. No edit. I said it. No edit. I had to remember the name of fast. Tasha Bennett. That's the homie. Season three, episode, no, season two, episode three, Great America of the Never Die Before podcast. Man, man. I'm about to wrap it up. So, um, which one? Flows? Flows.
Alright. Don't forget, drop your uh Drop your emails in the comment section and I'm gonna uh see all these tracks. You turn it up some more. Until next time. Like, subscribe. Time for the elevation. I be high, levitate. Whipping white like I'm racist. Coke good, the fiends waiting. Like a doc with his patience. See my pockets look in your spacious. Headshots, no traces. We the best. Y'all hating now. I'm the man of the year. That you rap niggas going fear. Trying to ninja couple mil two or three times like I'm a cavalier. Game is mine, commandeer. Street credit pioneers. All bosses up in here. And that chop will leave your block clear. Niggas go when I say go. Niggas go when I say so. In the building with the Draco. Then off your set like Quavo. Like Quavo. Hit us with the AO. Cause we whip it thick like Play Doh. Fans watching better lay low. But I'ma still get paid though. Niggas try to run up on the bullet. Got up on the team on the Halos. All these pesos in the pair of G phasos. Play with guns since the day old. Ask your favorite rapper, bet they know. About the credit, this we had it. This is credit. Bullets giving out facials. Credit, nigga. Coco. At Chapa Coco.